Right, so here I am coming back to campus. It's the end of August, and although I miss frolicking around Europe, I'm eager to enter back into a familiar routine and see some old friends. But this semester is a little different since I come with a mission. Get laid. If you heard the first part of our series, you should keep in mind that my boyfriend and I never had sex while I was with him in Europe. Part of the issue is that I just didn't want to admit that I was a 20-year-old virgin, even though, once again, that is completely fucking normal. He also came on super strong in the beginning and made insinuations as if he were some kind of sex god, so that was relatively intimidating. In the course of our relationship, I just avoided the whole sex thing, and he seemed completely fine with it. He was under the assumption that I wasn't a virgin, and that I just wanted to wait with him. However, this posed a serious problem for me, because if I was going to come back to Europe, then I needed to get this sexual show on the road in the little time that I had in the States. Therefore, I once again landed back in America, and once I got there, I was determined to lose my virginity in the following six months before returning to see him again. Plus, I was ready as fuck. You know when it's time, and girl, it was definitely my time. I didn't think it was going to be too difficult since I would be back in a college in America, and would be exposed to a plethora of horny guys. Well, apparently getting laid is not as easy as people make it sound. Like most things in life, everything happens when you least expect it, and this is going to be my first rule for you when dealing with romantic and sexual encounters. Everything happens when you least expect it. It's true, trust me. The first thing I can tell you is to take advantage of Tinder. If you are looking for hookups and casual sex, then use it. If you want a serious relationship, then stay the hell away. Tinder became my best friend in the next seven months in the States, and I can honestly say that I had an overall positive experience with the app. But again, you need to be in search of a quick, casual hookup, otherwise you're really not using the app correctly. I mean, are you really going to be announcing at your wedding that you met your husband through Tinder? Nope, didn't think so. But let's get back to losing my virginity. Okay, so you need to know that just like with girls, you cannot force some guys to have sex with you. Everyone has their insecurities or reasons for not wanting to go all the way with you, despite the fact that they like you and enjoy doing other things with you. Just accept your mess-ups and then use them to make better, wiser decisions in the future. Allow me to list a few of the lessons I have learned at this point in my experiences. You'll see these themes pop up throughout my saga, but why don't we just go ahead and make a quick list. Okay, rule number one. Don't label the first guy you are into as the one you'll lose your virginity to when you are, quote-unquote, on the mission. You never know if things will work out or even if he wants to have sex. You just have to get a feel for a person before deciding what you want to get out of the relationship. Go into relationships with an open mind and don't be so rigid about things having to go your way. Number two, there is no, capital no, need to text a casual hookup on a daily basis. This is probably my biggest mistake. See, I thought that since my boyfriend and I text and call on a daily basis, then my casual hookup buddy would probably want to hear from me as well. Nope, wrong. Casual hookups are casual for a reason. There is no additional, unnecessary conversation. Even though we as women might enjoy the comfort of having a cute guy to talk to, which by the way, guys also enjoy, guys do not want to have to emotionally support us if we are not a couple. You just resist the urge to text even if that means silence for several days. It's normal, trust me, they eventually resurface. And by the way, at a certain point, I became just like them in the sense that I didn't want to text my hookups all the time. In fact, I don't even want to text my boyfriends all the time. It really is kind of a pain and a waste of time. In fact, 
now it's to the point that I'm even worse at texting and communicating than the guys themselves. Damn, the tables really turned on that, didn't they? Number three, if he leaves you hanging, drop that mofo. So when this guy and I were supposed to meet up, he had insinuated that I'd come over to his place that night and that he would text me later about when to meet up. I waited up until roughly 1 a.m., and when I didn't hear from him, I just went to bed miserable. The next morning, I texted him asking hesitantly for an explanation about what had happened, but he never replied. My friends and I spent hours creating possible reasons for his behavior, but at the end of the day, the honest truth is probably that he just didn't want to have sex with me and wasn't that into me. P.S. More on this guy in a moment. So if that is the case and a guy you're hooking up with just leaves you hanging, then he is not worth your time. There are plenty of fish in the sea to have a casual relationship with, so just go back to Tinder and explore new options. Or you literally just take a break from men in general, lol. Well, there you have it. I was ready to lose my flower, pop the cherry, get drilled, whatever. And I imagined it would be relatively easy to get the job done. Boy, was I wrong. My intention was to lose my virginity to the first guy that I started hooking up with. And this is where Leo enters our story. I met Leo at an ice cream social for international students. Since we both shared a common heritage, we stumbled upon each other, exchanged Facebooks, and made tentative plans to meet up one weekend. I ended up being the first one to message him roughly a week after the event. By the way, that is a common theme with me, making the infamous first move. I don't like to wait around and waste my time, so I test the waters pretty early on. This is important, ladies. As women, we are programmed to believe that we are meant to be chased and therefore cannot do the chasing ourselves. I think this is complete bullshit. As mentioned earlier, I like to be the predator sometimes. We could all save ourselves so much time if we didn't play the overrated hard-to-get game and were just straight up about our feelings. Listen, if you're into a guy and you want to know if he's single, then just fucking ask him for God's sake. The worst thing that can happen is that he says no or tells you he doesn't feel the same way. That's fine, because now you can move on to the next available bachelor. Women need to stop being so afraid of rejection. This is only going to make you stronger and more confident, believe it or not. Not every guy has to want to go out with you. Getting rejected is part of everyday life. So get with the program and grow a pair. You'll thank me later. Okay, I'm being a bit harsh. I should probably soften up. Sorry, guys. What was I talking about earlier? Uh, oh, yeah, Leo. So after meeting up with him in a group to go bar hopping, I decided that the next time I saw him would be one-on-one. -on -one. Hey, I was on a mission here. So when we made plans to meet up again, I made sure he knew I didn't want his friends there. This time, we would be alone. I had him meet me at a central location on campus and made sure I got there early to release my nerves. I was so fucking nervous. When he finally arrived, he leaned in to kiss me on the cheek, but I grabbed his jaw and I swear to God, you guys, I whispered, I don't like to waste time. And then I proceeded to stick my tongue down his throat. It was a good move. Then I walked him over to the campus gardens where there were some benches hidden amongst the weeping willows and overflowing rose bushes. It was around 10 p.m. at the time, so the darkness and privacy of the gardens made for an optimal makeout spot. It was pretty obvious what my intentions were at this point. So we sat down at a bench. He wants to talk. I want to make out. You know, the usual. About an hour passes before I start to get restless. My horny subconscious is screaming, Fuck it, Adriana, just go for it. What's he going to do? Resist a breathing female with breasts? Very true, horny subconscious, very true indeed. When he finally takes a pause from all the talking, I 
put my legs around him, and I am now straddling him in a seated position. I repeat again that I really don't like wasting time, and he acknowledges that by kissing my neck. But this was not enough for me, apparently. I stop halfway through, lock eyes with him, and pull down the straps of both my dress and my bra. That 23-year-old man about lost his damn mind. Yep, topless in the university gardens at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday. For those of you who are curious, yes, it did feel good, and yes, I am still turned on by it. Oh, and no, I do not regret it, because obviously I have evolved since this incident, and what I am describing to you is relatively normal. But at the time, I was stunned at the manifestation of my carnal desires. Was I really capable of being this promiscuous? I'm sure you can put together the rest of the data on your own, so I will spare you any more details. But you should know that we never got past second base. For my 20-year-old self, it was great, and that was really all that mattered. Everything ended well, I had a good time, and he insisted we make plans to meet up again the following week. It was a pretty successful first date, and I was even more amused when I woke up the next morning to texts from both Leo and my boyfriend. Ooh, I felt so desirable. Two guys texting me right after they wake up? This was like the best way to start my day. Oh, but the fun is just beginning, you guys. Leo asked me out again, and this time we decided to be more wholesome and grabbed ice cream before heading over to our bench. Lots of talking, lots of kissing, lots of skin, and minimal wholesomeness upon arrival at the bench. Overall, another successful date. How could things go wrong? Uh, well... On déclenche des tsunamis, c'est jamais on se naissait On vibre l'un pour l'autre mais jamais à l'unisson On a tous de nos torts, le tort serait-il unisex On se rendrait malade sur le chemin de la guérison Balance-moi la lune et je te demanderai l'univers J'ai cru voir un je t'aime dans mes notifications A tourner autour, on finit par tourner en rond Vu qu'on est que de passage, autant passer à l'action Tu me textes, mais je te laisse en vue Si je réplique, tu me laisseras en vue Et moi j'ai l'air, j'ai des papillons dans le ventre Avant qu'ils s'envolent, dis-moi 